Welcome to Assassination on this lovely, cloudy, disgusting Friday, January 15th, 2021. Well, it is disgusting here in New York. It's cloudy and chilly and it's going to rain. I don't know how people in Seattle live like this. Seriously, I don't. It is like so depressing. We really haven't had like a good day of sun this week. Oh my God. Depressing. But on that note, hello. <laughs> So anyway, so I have a couple things to talk about, obviously about the Jets, obviously about the Nets. Uh, hockey started up last night, so I was excited about that, even though the Rangers lost. It's only game one, so it's okay. Um, a few social media, um, did you know, stats. And we will I'll mention again what I mentioned yesterday on um, the Sassy Show um, about my dating book that I'm writing. It's actually, it's not a dating book, it's relationship book. So, but I wrote my notes about dating book. Um, <laughs> and just a couple of tips uh, for social media and, um, and, you know, what I'm thinking of doing with my business. So I'm pivoting some parts of it and even though I rebranded in October, I'm thinking of switching gears again. And then also taking some things up a notch. So I'll talk about that too, because this sometimes that inspires people. And I love, love, love inspiring people. So, okay, so let's see what we can talk about first. Oh, oh, oh. And I will mention this um, program that I'm involved with with, it, with the next 30 days which is called um, Dancing and Life. That's what it's called. Hold on, let me take a sip of my coffee. Okay. It got cold, it got cold already. Okay. So Dancing Through Crisis is what it's basically called. They have a, he has, this guy has a crisis program. His name is Sayi. I, 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 I'm so sorry if I butcher people's names, but you know that I butcher them. S-A-J-E, S-A-J-E, below. We'll walk you through the powerful actions, exercises, and dance movements that will empower you to face your crisis. So it's what Dancing Through Crisis is, is an online video training program that gives you the tools you need to handle and survive the emotional impact of any crisis. Now, we are going through a crisis right now. We are going through COVID. We're going through people not having work, people are unemployed, people are depressed, people are, um, you know, they're scared and they're fearful with the, with the virus. Um, people's businesses are closing. There's a lot of uncertainty. So he will help you through this because you'll discover the inner strengths you already have that you can call upon to help you deal with all the aspects of a crisis. You will learn how these strengths can empower you to reframe situations, confront your challenges and seize opportunities. So I have a link that I will link to this podcast on how you can find out more about this program. He also has a quiz on his website. I'll post that, that link as well. That you can take the quiz. The quiz is really cool. I would I would definitely take the quiz first. Um, and if you would like to follow me on Twitter, where I'm posting all of these awesome links and awesome um, memes that he gives me to post and 
um, all this great information. It's on my Twitter account at um, sweet, um, sweet Stephanie or Stephanie. But what's my Twitter account? <laughs> I am like all over the place. Like you would think that I would know my Twitter handle by now, right? You would think, yes, I was right. Sweet, S-W-E-E-T, Stephanie, S-T-E-P-H-A-N-I-A, seven is my Twitter handle. Um, so you can, I'm, I'm, I'm on there. You can post, I'm posting there. I'm on my Facebook business page. You can find me there on Facebook. That's the Sassy Style Brand Facebook page. That's where it will be posted. Or my Instagram, which is Sassy Girl PR7. Okay. So it's really, really cool. It's a really cool program. And I would definitely, if you are going through a crisis right now with COVID, I would definitely, I wouldn't even think twice about joining his program because he really, you, you need to hear him speak. If you want to hear him speak, you can follow him also on Instagram. Um, it's very motivating. And who does not want to be motivated? I mean, everybody, everybody needs a little motivation. Everybody needs to be inspired. And like I just said, that's what I love doing. I love inspiring people and I love motivating people to be the best that they can be. Okay, now we're done with that. I will move on to what I have to talk about today. Okay, so first I'll talk about social media for a bit. Okay, now here's the question I pose. What content is shared most by users? There are two different types of content and it actually goes with what I just talked about. Number one, inspiring uh, quotes, inspiring um, and motivating posts are the most shared. And then comes videos. So if you have a business, here's where you need to pivot. You need to start doing motivational stuff. You need to start doing videos. Videos and inspiring stuff are the two top things. Um, and then what percentage of consumers get inspired to purchase a product or use a service from social media? The answer is 37%. So a lot of people, that's a high number because there's a lot of ways that people get inspired to make a purchase, either by going into a store, by a family or friend, um, by recommendations um, that pop up on your screen, um, by ads, or just by searching content yourself. So remember that when you're doing something on social media, especially now on Instagram, they want you to shop. So that's what Instagram is basically now becoming. A it's becoming a shopping site. Facebook, I do have a shop on Facebook too. I don't have one on, on Instagram yet because, you know, they keep telling me that I'm not qualified, but then, I keep, then they tell me I'm qualified on Facebook, which I don't get. How can I not be qualified on one and qualified on the other? I don't get it, but whatever. We're working on it. Because anyhow, like I said before, I'm pivoting. So I'm changing the stuff that I make and the stuff that I'm selling, um, I'm doing more coffee mugs, then I'm going to create another um, another two type of coffee mugs. Um, have like a coffee mug collection and maybe a couple t-shirts and sweatshirts, but more so coffee because I'm really seriously considering of starting my own coffee brand. Now, there's a lot that goes into that, by the way. So growing my own beans, then taking the beans and then roasting the beans, then taking the beans that I've roasted and then blending it and making my own coffee blend. It's not an easy thing. People are like, oh yeah, sure, we'll see coffee beans and you sell. No, no, no. There's a whole freaking process that goes to this process. So I figured if I can do that, because I love coffee, 
So I'm actually working with a coffee company now and trying to sell their coffee. So that's kind of interesting. Um, which you'll, if you follow me on in you know social media, you'll see the coffee post tomorrow. Um, but yeah, so it's a whole big freaking process that goes with making coffee and having coffee brand. And it's not easy. I gotta get the equipment, I gotta get the, it's just a whole big thing. So people think, oh, because I always told you, don't tell people your ideas. But this idea I can tell you because it's not like somebody can just go wake up and go, okay, I'm gonna start my coffee brand too. It, it, it's gonna cost money on my end. It's not, it's not like I can spend zero dollars. I have to spend money to put towards this. And time and energy and, and knowing what to do with it. And it's a whole big process. But that's like where my my, my business is going to pivot to, I think. I'm going to, not that I'm going to get rid of social media. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, my social media business company is, is switching. I'm trying to switch gears as much as I can from taking over people's social media to teaching social media. And not only teaching social media, but then creating all their content and their calendar and doing their social media audit and all that kind of stuff like so that that part's pivoting too um and also i'm writing my book so relationship impossible but right now i'm actually writing um the preview for that book now in the past when i've done a preview i've sold the preview and i'm not selling the preview this time the preview is going to be free this time going to be a blog post it's going to be a very freaking ass long blog post but i figure maybe i can break up what i'm writing into different blogs one two three and then add my pictures to it and um it's going to be a whole big process i'm going to have that done by valentine's day actually before valentine's day wait so valentine's day is actually on a sunday um so I may want to start it then and then take us that week or maybe I should do it the week before. So maybe I think I'll start one, two, three, four. Maybe I'll make it to four posts and start at February 11th, be one post, the 12th, then the 13th, then the final one on the 14th, we'll say. It's almost like a hoorah. <laughs> Celebrate with me. All right. Um, so that's that. So that. Um, let's just talk Nets for a quick thing because I, as a Knicks fan, am loving what I'm saying right now with the Nets. They are a freaking ass mess and I love it. I love it. I just want you all to remember if you don't, if you do listen to WFAM and when um, Evan Roberts was in the morning with Joe Beningo, um, wow, was it last year? Wasn't this, it wasn't this past draft. Yes, it was last year's draft when he was recording himself being extremely ecstatic that the Nets didn't get the first pick of the overall draft. And he was so happy. Well, karma's a bitch, ain't it, Evan? Look at the mess that your team's at now. The Knicks dodged a bullet not getting Kyrie. Um, and, and Durant. I will say that. And now you have Harden. You have three mega superstars gonna, gonna, that are going to actually work together. <laughs> oh my God, my voice just went. You know, it's not going to happen, honey. It ain't going to happen. You have Durant will be. You have three egos. 
you have Durant's ego, you have Kyrie's ego, and you have Harden's ego. And right now, Kyrie's ego is the flaming one. And he thinks he's bigger and better than everybody. Um, and you have a, a an owner that is still paying Kyrie for not being there and not knowing anything and then freaking out and then got hardened and gave up all your draft picks for the next three years. I think 21, 22, 20, no, 22, 23, and 24. I think that's the three draft picks. Lord have mercy. And first rounders. First rounders for him. Okay. Well, we'll see where that goes. And then, of course, the Jets did the right knowing I have to trust Joe Douglas. See, I told you all, just trust him for gosh sakes. He did, he got it right with the draft, with the, uh, he got it right with the coaching pick. Okay. And it looks like they're going to hire Matt LaFleur. I guess that's how you say it, LaFleur, French. Um, and he has a similar offense to Jeremy Bates, who Sam Donald worked with in that type of offense his rookie year. And he did pretty good with that, with that type of offense with Jeremy Bates. So it looks like they're going to keep Sam Donald, which they should. And I'm like, I've been saying it since day one. It would be a stunad, stupid, beyond stupid move to trade Sam Donald and draft a rookie quarterback and start all over again. That pushes you back at least two years from making the playoffs. We've already waited a decade. We don't need to wait no longer. We want to make the playoffs next year. And with Sam Darnold as your quarterback, as your franchise quarterback, no less, you will make the playoffs next year as long as they build the team now. So build it out. Let's go. I don't know who I would draft now at number two. Do I still want Suell? Or do I want to draft Smith now? Because, I mean, we need, we need another wide receiver. He's the Heisman Trophy winner. He looks amazing. That he looks like there's nothing that's gonna stop him. Don't do you want him or not? Like you, he's not gonna be there at 23. I can tell you that. He's going in the first 10 picks. So that's what they're gonna be at now, trying to figure out who they're gonna draft, and they have to build a team around him. Now they have a lot of uh, salary cap, uh, you know, money. So let's see what happens. They have a lot of money. They can they can buy some players that are from free agency. But they have to, and they have all that draft capital. I mean, by the time we get to, to number twenty-three, I don't know who they're gonna, who's gonna be left, but we'll see. I mean, there's some, there'll still be some great guys out there, no less. But we'll see. I'm very curious to see, and I just want to say thanks, Sam, for getting me freaking ass jealous yesterday, seeing your Instagram story of you back home in California on the freaking beach and us here suffering. I thought you said you like living here. <laughs> I like living here. And then he goes back home to California and then goes, oh, I miss this. <laughs> thanks. Thanks so much. Thanks. Thanks. Rub it in. Rub it in. Oh, my God. I, what I would kill right now to be on the freaking beach. Like I said, today it's like cloudy and it's like dreary and it's cold and damp. It's disgusting out. And here he is in California, back in California on a nice beach, watching the waves come in. Oh, so nice. God, I'm so jealous of him right now. Um, say the word, Sam. I'll come out there. <laughs> what beach? Sure. Okay. <laughs> I'm out there. Uh, the beach is like my favorite place of all. That's my favorite. I don't care. Like wherever there's a beach, I will go. Like that's why I love going to the Jersey Shore, obviously, because yeah, 
And actually, I wrote my um, my uh, my bestseller, Hello Love Wears Cupid, the second edition, which is the the follow up that I'm writing now, Relationship Impossible. So I wrote that on the beach. I spent two weeks on the beach. I wrote that book from start to finish on the beach. It was awesome. So the beach is definitely inspiring, and it's definitely a great place to sit and you know, think about life and think about where you want to go and motivate yourself and let your thoughts run wild for a little bit and just figure out what you want to do. It's a great place to do that. It's the beach because it's very calming. If you think about it, you have the waves, you know, you have the seagulls, you can walk on the sand and try to pick up seashells. And if you would like to read a great book about that, you can read The Gift from the Sea from Anne Morrow. I read that book in high school and every year since I graduated high school, I reread that book because that book is so inspiring. Um, and the beach is just great. I love the beach. So, um, hmm, I think that's pretty much sums it up. If you miss the Sassy Show, which is presented by Rockland World Radio, you can go on my Facebook page right now and watch the replay. The link will be up on my YouTube channel soon, very soon. Um, and what was I going to say? I forgot now. Oh, I wrote a blog post about Tinder. If you would like to read it, it's going to be part of what I'm going to talk about in Relationships Impossible. Relationship Impossible. And I wrote a blog post lately about um, college athletes, the NFL draft coming up, what they should do with their social media accounts, especially now after we had what happened with the Capitol. Um, I think it's a great time for everybody to scrub clean their Twitter account. Scrub, 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 scrub it away. Clean, 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 clean it up. You don't want something to and look back. Like the whole point of scrubbing it clean is to make sure that you don't have tweets from when like, like you were 14 and 15 years old. And I think it's pretty stupid on a, on a well, we're talking about this before I go. I think it's stupid for people to go, I'm not going to draft him because when he was 15, he said some racist stuff. He was 15. What does that have to do with now? He's 20. He grew. You grow as a person. As you get older, obviously you grow and you learn from mistakes. What are we going to do? So everybody has skeletons in their closet. Everybody has said stuff and tweeted stuff that they don't mean today because they, you grow. Unless people are still tweeting that kind of crap. Then that's a different story. But if he tweeted it when he was 14 or 15 or he was 16 and he tweeted something nasty, he was, he was a teenager then. Do you know how many teenagers tweet and post stuff that they don't really mean when they get older and they look back and they go, oh my God, what was I thinking? Because they grow, you grow. Um, something that, oh yeah, by the way, so, so, so Chase, what's his name? Oh my God, have mercy on me. I can't even think of his name. Wait, I'll think of it. I'll think of it. Chase, 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 profile, bump, bump, bump. Oh, good, they got back to me. It's about freaking ass time. I don't have any problems with LinkedIn. So, um, hold on, I'm gonna tell you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, Claypool, right. So Chase Claypool posted this little video and talking about how the Browns are gonna get their asses whooped, you know, against, you know, the Chiefs and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, way to be the bigger person, Chase, because he said if the Browns had won with more class, 
then I wouldn't have been so salty about it. But them mocking Juju just didn't sit right with me. They can enjoy the win and, and another week of football, but they'll be on the couch right next to me next week. Uh, maybe they won't be. Maybe they're poorly upset. Did you ever think about that? And so much of you being the bigger person, Chase. Have you ever heard about that? I know you're maybe not as mature as you think you are then. Because it makes you look stupid. It doesn't make the Browns look stupid. It makes you look stupid. Remember, what you tweet, what you say online doesn't represent who you're attacking out there or criticizing. It, re it reflects you. Now, I mean, he looks so petty. What, because I know Juju was dancing on, on, the, on the people, on the team's uh, logo, and then he stopped dancing because you guys started losing, and now all of a sudden they made fun of him by them dancing on your logo? I mean, come on. Grow up. Grow up. Who cares? Lord have mercy. They beat you. You guys sucked. And I'm just going to tell you, the Steelers sucked. The Browns did not have practice in person that whole week because of COVID. They had virtual meetings. They didn't have their head coach because of COVID, and they still whooped your ass. Take the loss as a man and move on. You're lost. And I think I'll end on that note. Be a man. Oh, so, oh, before I go, one more thing. So remember how I told you on Instagram on Thanksgiving Day, I had this guy supposedly ask me if, um, tell me that his friend was so extremely interested in dating me. And I answered back through my Instagram story, which he saw, which I said, if, his, your, if your friend is so interested, he can ask me himself. Still waiting. And on that note, have a great weekend, everybody. See you next Friday. Well, you'll hear from me next Friday. Enjoy your weekend.